Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of American Dudeocracy here in the studio. Uh, fired up, smoking a stogie on a bright, clear, sunshiny day. We're trying to have smoke ring contests, and it uh, looks like a couple of you guys need a little work. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Come on now. Are you making fun of me, Dave? Now, 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 why, why would you take a big old hit off that doobie and just blow it out, Dave? You got to inhale, buddy. Come on. Come on. Yeah, We're in three, Colorado. Two or three times. Yeah, I got you. We're doobing it up in here. Uh. <laughs> I will say I'm probably in third place on the smoke rings. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are smoking fatties, but they are actually cigars. So, hey, I can only go up from don't, here. Don't, don't get all excited out there. That's right. And we don't hand out trophies for not winning. So, <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough. Third place. Boo. <laughs> uh, well, good to see you guys. Mayor Dave. Mayor Dave. How you doing, buddy? Yes, sir. It's a beautiful day. And uh, thanks for joining us. Heck yeah. Kamikaze. Yes, yes. Here in the flesh. Thanks Dive for having in. You know, speaking of beautiful day, beautiful sunshiny day, doesn't that... Uh, bode well for all those solar folks out there Ooh, well you know yeah maybe today it does but you know i was just on the mountain actually and let me let me just throw this out there so i was just on the mountain i went up escaped to the mountains for a couple days unplugged unwound did a little ice fishing um and it snowed on us like Mm. a couple feet in a couple days like literally (laughs) snowing hammer time snowing and I couldn't help but think, like, man, wonder how much energy those solar panels are putting off with two feet of snow up. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is uh, I've had some real life experience with that stuff. Uh, working in the sound industry with, uh, you know, recording sound sound based off of oil and gas. So, a um, couple of things that, that really hit me is we were having some trouble with one of the one of the units. And uh, come to find out, there was a T-post that was not more than three feet from the solar panel. And that just that small amount of shade caused about a 20% deficiency (laughs) in what it was capturing. Wow. Wow. 20%. It was nuts. So a lot of the uh, batteries weren't being recharged and so forth. And, of course, the last four or five days here has been, you know, it was supposed to be really nice, but it's been kind of cloudy. So... I'm sure that the efficiency of most solar panels are being affected by that, too. Well, that's assuming that it's not covered with two feet of snow, right? Exactly. <laughs> What's the efficiency on that, Matt? Zero. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, I'm not a mathematologist, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now, you know, guys, I, you know, the solar, the solar thing is we've, we've dug into it a few times and it's, it's always worth coming back to because there, there is a very huge, very large, loud push uh, for solar, solar and wind, right? Green, solar, wind, solar, wind. And, you know, to, to try to step back as an oil and gas guy and, and look at these other energy sources, because I am an energy guy. I guess that's the way to say it. I believe in efficient, affordable, reliable and also clean energy. I do. I live on the planet too. Uh, you know, I'm not immune to any of the nonsense. None of us are. So this whole idea that just because we work in oil and gas, we're automatically labeled something is just complete and utter nonsense. Um, but to take 
a good hard look at these things based on what we know about the energy that our industry provides and how it provides it, it's always good to have a compare and contrast, right? So like you get online, I did, I got online, full disclosure here, got online and was trying to dig up some information on recent solar, right? Because solar has now been out and been a thing for a while and the efficiencies and the longevity and the life expectancies and the batteries and the storage and all of that stuff has changed quite a bit over time. And it's really, really hard to find the truth on what it does and what it doesn't. Uh, and, and I think, unfortunately, for a lot of people, they don't really find out the truth about what solar is capable of and where it falls short until they are committed to it. So we're just trying to bring a little bit of awareness and a discussion on kind of where solar sits today as so, of January. So Matt, you're telling me that the solar man salesman isn't the guy to go to for the truth? Well, he is. On this stuff? He'll truly tell you what it'll cost you. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Oh boy. Right. And they're yeah. not ashamed. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, uh, I don't know if you're deciding on whether you want to go solar or if you're just using it for backup or so forth, but there's a, a thing called autonomy, days of autonomy. That are connected with a solar, uh, let's say the batteries, because um, if you have a series of batteries that you're trying to keep charged and so forth, if the sun isn't shining, that's where those days of autonomy have to come in to where it's uh, at, at, let's say, 90 percent you know, of, of usage. If you're running at 100 percent of usage, your days of auto autonomy are going to be shortened uh, significantly. So, you know, in the oil and gas industry, we tried to at least shoot for two or three days of autonomy if everything went down, the sun wasn't out and so on and so forth. But I'll tell you, you really had to cut your usage. So if you're planning on charging batteries, do some research and uh, know exactly what your costs are going to be. And uh, of course, we'll, we'll get into a little more detail here in just a minute. I think it might be important to touch on. So, so just the solar panel, right? So here's how a solar panel works. Solar panel absorbs the sun's light, right? The sunlight, the UV rays, the rays that come in. And, and through that, it produces energy that it puts out via the solar panel. So rays come in, energy or electricity comes out. Now, it's important to understand that that solar panel does not store energy. The energy, that solar panel is just basically a throughput. It takes the light, the rays, it turns it into energy and it puts it out. So kind of like, an, imagine an extension cord, right? You have an extension cord, it's plugged into the wall, it's run out to whatever you're doing, a drill. And if you unplug that extension cord toward the wall, there's no power coming out of the extension cord. So that solar panel is a continuous feed of energy right now that it's producing or repurposing and making and it sends it out so if you have a solar panel that you're trying to run let's say your computer on your computer if it's plugged into that array of solar panels without a battery or storage we're just talking solar mm -hmm. you would have to have enough sunlight and enough energy coming out of those solar panels right now all the time to run your computer so then if the sun were to go down or it gets cloudy you would have to change or you would lose power. There's nothing there that stores the power. So it's it's a continuous feed, if you will. Uh, when not, it's only continuous when it's working. 
when the sun's out or it's clear of snow or it's not in the shade or, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. So I think that's an important distinction that I don't know that everybody truly understands. I think a lot of people understand that now, but it wasn't very long ago that people had no idea you needed a battery or some sort of energy storage device to store the energy for times when you weren't receiving enough power coming in to put it out. Right. See, and that's important because I think they sell them in two different applications. Right. So there's the solar only application and then there's the solar plus battery. Are those the basic two high level options you have if you want to get solar at your house? Yes, sir. Mostly. Ninety nine percent of the setups that I know of. Are just solar. A lot of people aren't buying battery. They're they're putting these solar panels on their home to basically backfeed power into the system that is then used somewhere else. So that solar that's on a lot of people's homes, their home is not using the power that those solar panels are making. It's going back into the system. So it's it's kind of like you're renting space on your roof to, to the energy company. to the to the energy provider like yes. a, Excel uh, or, Excel or you know one yeah. of those um, call it utility companies right that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. you not call it it is a utility company um, and without those batteries you have no ability to store that and utilize that power on your own home when you need to so I, those are the two setups and I think the one the one that we're talking about just the solar is the one that you're allowed to finance and make payments on. If you do the battery solar combo, I think you have to basically pay for that sucker because that is your own individual solar setup. That is not a systematic setup or it doesn't go to the utility. The power is cut off from the utility company accessing it. So that's what you're on your own, homie. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I believe. Right. That's correct. You know, what's interesting is, uh, as we were discussing, uh, looking at some of this, uh, I did get a quote from my home. You guys ready for this? This is on solar on solar. Okay. Cause I got, a, I did a workup on solar battery. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll compare okay. notes. The two, two options. All right. Yeah, let's yeah, hear it. Dave, yeah. what do you got? So I, I called a local uh, company here and I'm not going to name any names. Of course, it's doesn't have any purpose mm-hmm. to it, but Anyway, so what we did is I made a call and they went ahead and got a hold of Excel and looked at my power consumption for the year last year, uh, you know, from uh, month to month and so forth. So they got 12 months of, of usage, did a calculation and sent me an email back based off what uh, the uh, Excel had come back with for my consumption. So anyway. Uh, here, here they come back with, uh, I'm going to need right at 27, 400 watt panels to provide an expected 119% plus offset. So I don't exactly know what the offset is, but anyway, my total investment, are you guys ready for this? This is just for a 27 panels. Yeah. 27 panels. Any guess you want to guess? Uh, I'd say probably a grand a panel. I don't know, 20 grand, 30 grand, somewhere in there. Okay. 15. Well, you're, you're pretty close. $39,000. Oh, whoa. $39,000. Now, I don't know. I, I, I didn't get. Now, is that, is that installed? That's the point. So, I, I don't know if that's installed. I'm pretty sure that's installed, but there's other things to consider. 39,000. So, 39,000. Does that, and, and this is where the getting into the weeds a little bit. So, the tying into the Excel and, 
if for this particular version that Dave has solar only, you're going to be feeding it back to them, right? So does that require what what equipment, new equipment do you need from the utility provider on your house? Well, this is a total package. So the assumption here is because I was uh, still on the floor for a solid hour. I didn't get up off the floor and my jaw was down there too. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I'm assuming that that is basically everything installed. Okay. Yeah. So that's, uh, I, I believe that's typically how they quote yeah, them, Dave. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, Tur- turnkey operation for 39,000. There, there is some good news here. There is a 30% tax credit you get on this. So that eliminates right at $12,000. So my net investment's right around 27 and change, 27,000 and change. About a thousand a panel. Okay. No. So what I did is I ran a, a little quick spreadsheet on i love dave's spreadsheets by the way <laughs> oh he's so good at we, spreadsheets. We've, dude we have worked together for a long time and and dave let me I, check my spreadsheet I, i'm really i'm tooting your horn buddy dave is a spreadsheet freaking champ man he does some badass spreadsheets like yep. straight up uh, so i i smile as soon as i heard dave say ah, i did a little spreadsheet like yes you it, did it's gonna be done right if it's, yes uh, you did so folks out dave. there folks out there that are listening you can definitely trust that when dave runs down this spreadsheet it's going to be legit, man. So no pressure, <laughs> well, Dave. <there. laughs> well, let's talk about something else, because this is like a Crayola version. here. So. <laughs> Dave's but, Crayola uh, is my is my masterpiece, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so, folks, my my average bill used to run. L- let me go back to some history here. So I used to every month I would uh, put on my energy bill, two hundred fifty dollars, two hundred seventy five when you know, during the summer months even. And I, I built up a five $600 credit. Yeah, surplus. A surplus in my account where I just, I'd look at that and I'm going, yeah, that that's that rocks, man. So uh, just so happens here in the last two or three months, I don't have a red credit anymore. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. really dwindled down because as most of you know out there, we are under a major energy, in my words, or a crisis because you know, we've got so much inflation coming up. Go ahead. So, so I just ran the number, Dave. So if you were allocating, used to allocate 250 bucks a month, right? And at the end of the year, you had a $500 credit. So if you put $250 a month into your power bill, that's 3000 a year. And then you had a $500 credit. So it's safe to say you were paying about 2500 per year for mm-hmm. power. Used to. Mm-hmm. This was before House Bill 1261 and Jared Polis and others that got in charge of Colorado. And we'll get to that. Okay. Sorry. So <laughs> no, I just, no, I ran no the numbers because I'm a numbers guy. Now this was, this was, uh, this was gas and, and power. So let you, me get to the you, de- yeah, details. Right. So okay. now. Bust out your spreadsheet. That's you gone. <laughs> so of course my gas has gone up and my electrical has gone up as well. So let's say now it's 150, and I, and I think that's being very conservative right now. So 150 times 12 is $1,800 a year. You divide that out uh, by the 27,000, just, just the initial uh, installation of the solar panel and so forth, and putting it into my grid in my house, that's a 15 and a half year payoff. It takes me 15 and a half years to pay that. Well, okay. So when they gave you the quote, 
that 27,000 is going to be your amount that you have to pay. What will your bill look like? Okay, well, let's talk through that because you can't you can't assume that I think 100% of the bill will be paid for every month, right? Yeah, will that take you to zero? No, that takes me to zero, but here's the deal. Right now, I'm estimating $150. In a couple months, I mean as as the uh, energy is increasing, it it could be now 200. So I could I would double plug it. it in. All I right. would double it. Do 300 bucks a month. Okay, hang on here, yep. folks. Cuz yep. I I think realistically um, here in Colorado, especially my power bill, uh, runs about 300 a month, mm-hmm. like straight up. Yep. That's and where I, I'm at. Yeah. And I don't have a welder. I don't have any, <laughs> I'm not using a I bunch see. of energy. Do you have a grow operation in your yeah, backyard yeah. there? I, I think Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt lives in a, uh, Matt, Matt lives in a monster home. I live in a motor home. So I think motorhomes are actually harder to heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my my monster my monster twenty five hundred square foot home. Yeah, <laughs> monster. <laughs> so let me let me uh, get to this. So I I went ahead and plugged in three three hundred dollars a month. So that takes you to thirty six hundred. So your your uh, your years come down, of course. So you're basically paying off like nine years, eight. Yeah. So so eight nine years, you're paid off. Mm-hmm. What happens after you pay it off? Well, then you just have free until your solar panels take a dump. Well, here's the problem. Your solar panels are going to take a dump. So one of the things you have to uh, calculate in is there's going to be an efficiency loss. I don't have that at this point in time. Mm. I have it. Yep. I have it. So so let's back up a little bit and make sure I had your number correct. So when they figured your usage out, they gave you one hundred and twenty percent. Right. So the average degradation on a solar panel, if you go by what the manufacturer tells you, is a half a percent per year per panel, a half a percent. Now, reality tells me, and again, that's a manufacturer, but reality tells me it's more like 3%. So a 3% per panel reduction. Per year. So what is 3 times 8 is 24. Mm -hmm. So in eight years, Dave is now not producing enough energy to be net zero. So you've paid off your panels, but now you start making payments back to the utility company without adding more panels or upgrading. That's true. Mm -hmm. And that's guys, that's just math. That's not Matt's assumptions. That's just math. So I looked, that was one of the things that I happened to look up. And you're assuming that you're getting hundred percent sunshine every day, hundred percent efficiency all the time, yeah. 365, yep. which here in Western Colorado, we're about 80% of the time we have pretty good sun. Yeah. So 80%. So there's a 20% knock right there mm-hmm. without degradation. Mm-hmm. So I've wow. got about a 12 year old, eh, I'd say 15 year old home. So why would they account for 120, Dave? Do they know that it's 80% of the time? I'm assuming that they know it's probably going to. So then in eight years, you're actually negative 24%. Uh Weird. Minus 20 for the rest of the year. So, so here's something else to consider, too, is if, if your home's older, your shingles are going to have to get replaced. Yeah, I was just going to say, we got a lot to unpack here, right? Oh, so, yeah. so I go to the roof, right? Like, what does this do to your roof? Oh, yeah. Oh. And then there's the orientation thing. You can't vary it, right? So it's got to be fixed. So I yeah. think, in my opinion, that's going to reduce your efficiency. Yep. The ones that kind of tilt with the sun, I think those have maybe can get up into that range. And then the other kind of odd thing that I want to throw out there, too, is how long are you in your home? Just from an American standpoint, right? 
Is it even? I think the average is eight to ten years. I'd say I, eight to ten is probably long. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, say seven. Is there really a ROI return on investment for this <laughs> stuff? It, like, really? In ten years, will you be? happy you did it looking back or not. I'd like to talk to people who've done it in the 90s, you know, who had the panels that are probably long gone by now. And what about the roof? Did you have to, I think one needed a re-roof? What, what does that look like? I think yeah, you only so need you, to look in the Nevada desert to find some of those or the California yeah, desert. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> See, that's one of the things I was thinking about too, because um, my shingles haven't been replaced at my home, but a lot of the homes around mine are starting to get uh, new roofs on them. So, I figured six grand in for a roof. Well, but if you, you know roughly, but if you cover your roof in solar, do your shingles last longer? <laughs> well, <laughs> you better put them on right now. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you know, if you really want your solar to last, your roof to last, you might as well put new shingles on right now. If you're in a home that's older, 15 years older or so forth, like my home. What if I build a mirror roof and do double sided solar panels? Brilliant. That's oh, great until it, it hails. <laughs> you need to call Kamala and give her some of this information. Oh, I better, be, I better. Hey, scratch that. I don't want the government hearing that and making a new uh, initiative. No, oh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, As I'm new derailing. construction <laughs> techniques just came out. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dumbass, <laughs> dumbass reconstruction. No, so, uh, sorry, Dave. Even going back to the point, so there's an there's an initial installation. So if you have to have shingles, now you have to uninstall and restall. And he told me that, yeah, yeah, there's a charge for that because I did call him back and asked him a couple questions. So there's a there's a small insignificant charge for that. Also, they they if you don't have the cash right up front, twenty eight grand ish. No big deal. Uh, you know, who, who doesn't just sign a deed? On, we'll just <laughs> I mean, put a deed on your home. So just, if, yeah. you, if you poor folk out there don't have 28 grand, like we all do. Yeah. Uh, then you're going <laughs> yeah. to finance it. I did not get those financing charges. Sorry. Oh, but D- he, Dave was blowing smoke it. rings. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not out his mouth. I yeah. <laughs> it's coming from every orifice on that one. So anyway, it was, uh, he said, I have zero out-of-pocket financing options available, but it doesn't say what rates and different things. But I just, I mean. Well, rates are high right now. They're, we're in the sevens-ish, seven, six to 8%, somewhere in there, depending on your credit. So and then I guess that is a true concern, right? Do they lean your house? They do. Absolutely, they do, right? They do. So, so if, you yeah. you go to sell that thing, you got to clear that lien before you can sell your house. So yeah. that ties with your house. Mark. Oh, yeah. Initially, when I first moved in, I had a friend that she was in the solar business, and that was exactly what was happening. She said, I'll put it on for free, but you are going to pay back. Somebody's going to be paying this back. If if you sell your home, I'm a lien holder. You have yeah. to sign me as a lien holder. And it was like, holy cow. And not everybody's going to assume these loans. So yeah, that, yeah. So if I'm looking to buy a house, and there's two options right next to each other, one has solar, one doesn't. Everything else, assume is is the identical. What does that do to the value of the house? Does it go up that twenty seven thousand? I think they'll try. No, I'm sure they'll if, try. If I'm yeah. selling you my house and I owe twenty grand on solar, I'm going to try to sell you my house for twenty grand more to pay it well, off. You're going to be paying more than that for that house anyway yeah, yeah. because that's you're that's a lien on the house. Yeah. Right? No, exactly. Yeah. Or or as the seller, previous owner, I have to take that out of any profit I may have made to pay it off so I can sell it to you. 
Yep. So it's a ding, right? You get your, but you got your twelve grand back in taxes, Dave. <laughs> yeah, bonus even though thing. that's marked up. So, if, if so this is such a big deal, really. I mean, those are my taxes that I'm getting back that I'm paying for. And if the government really is this this solid and, and this pushy on solar energy, give me the freaking panels because I paid for them. I pay my taxes. Well, right? yeah, let's I was going to ask, should we dive into what government subsidies have done Holy to that? Holy cow. And where do the government subsidies come from? Ooh. So as as a just an American taxpayer, uh, if you look at your federal taxes, there is a portion of that. That is being taxed out of your pocket, out of your income to subsidize solar companies just like this. So then they can turn around and sell you back to panels like we're talking about. So, so Dave, you've already paid for these solar panels, but by God, I'm going to give you a good deal and I'm going to sell them to you for a little bit less. Again, <laughs> you bought them twice. Congratulations. You won. <laughs> but I'll give you some of that tax money back that you've already prepaid into it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, this is this is like. At least, at least with the frickin' mafia, the mafia was just straight up. You pay me 15% and I won't rob you. <laughs> the government's like, you give me 45 and I won't put you in jail. Yeah. Dude, what a... It is. It's so, a sham. You know, the other big variable here is the, the cost of energy, right? And I think they're messing with that. On purpose. On purpose to make those numbers look better. Your break even, if they can get that down to five years, that that will tip a lot of people into the solar... For the yeah, last side of the things, right? For the last 20 years that I can remember, they have thrown subsidy after subsidy. So basically, they've stolen our money to throw money at this technology to try to make it compete with oil and gas. And it never could. Nope. So now they're cutting off oil and gas to raise the price of oil and gas. They cannot make this work without that. Yeah. They're, so they're I wonder true. why those executive orders got signed on day one with this current president to shut down permitting and oil and gas development and pipelines and other things. Hmm. Yep. Wait, we talked about the permitting thing. It's uh, they didn't shut down lease drilling and all that stuff. Or did they? They did. hundred percent. They did. Uh, and if Explain you how and if you believe they didn't, um, you're probably still in a basement somewhere. Uh, hiding with a mask on, double mask, um, <laughs> taking your vaccine lunch. Um, no, so so day one, um, President Biden signed an executive order to freeze all federal permitting, day one. And then he also canceled the Keystone Pipeline, which I personally, I don't believe the Keystone Pipeline had a lot to do with energy prices going up. I think that had, a, a, and I want to get in the weeds about that. However, he did it. Um, but federal permitting, right? So they froze all new permitting. And then, so with a well permit and federal land, you have to have a surface. So you have to have a pad. You have to have an access into that pad. And then you have to have a pipeline permit to take the commodity out of there. You need at least those three things to make an active well pad. So what they did is they would approve a well permit, but they wouldn't approve an access road or they wouldn't approve a pipeline. So you have a well permit. Oh, we're not hurting the well permits, but we're not approving a way for you to get to it. Mm. So it, it's bullshit. Shady. Flat Shady. out bullshit. Mm -hmm. So anybody that wants to stand, I would love the opportunity. So um, CIA, FBI, <laughs> as you're listening to this, um, 
I would love an opportunity to ask those questions of the president and of the energy secretary and say, how does that work? This is what you did, but you said this, but this is what you did. And they just don't add up. So at the end of the day, they're shutting down American produced energy so that will raise the price. And in the meantime, in the media, they're bad mouthing oil and gas companies and all the way down to like a gas station owner. You need to lower those prices. Like, dude, shut up. All you got to do is get on the website and look at how much taxes are attached to a gallon of gas. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest piece. How come the government isn't cutting taxes on those things? Ding, 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 ding. So, so sorry. That's, that's my quick rundown of, of how they're doing exactly what they're telling you they're not doing. And those are the facts. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, the facts are the facts. Can't change the facts because you get red-faced and pissed off. Those are the facts. Yep, that's right. Okay, so that's the solar panel option. Now, let's talk about the solar plus battery option. What does that look like, Matt? You got some info on that? Yeah, I did. So, um last year two years ago two years ago now um i ran down the same thing just like dave did i had to go back through and i'd look at my average energy usage to this so let me quantify what i'm what i'm speaking of so i wanted to maintain my life as i live it today i wanted to be able to run my microwave and my tv i wanted my fridge to stay on when i did my laundry you know things like that <laughs> um so i wanted everything to stay the same i wanted my life to be the same Wanted to be able to run my pellet electric smoker at the same time I was running my refrigerator. So I had to look at my energy usage over the year and I had to plan for the peak time. So without planning for the peak time, which is like the coldest part of the year and the hottest part of the year, because if you don't plan for those and you don't have heat when it's really cold and you don't have a way to cool your home when it's really hot, it kind of sucks. I don't (laughs) know if you know that or not, but those are some really crappy months. So you have to plan for that. And what I did is I ran down the numbers and I figured that out. My usage was X amount. So then the first order of business was to figure out how many solar panels I needed to match that usage. So I, and I, the number was very similar to what Dave was saying. Uh, I think mine was a little bit more, um, because I wanted to plan, I planned for degradation and other things. So I think I ended up at like 35 panels, 35 or 40. So that's 40 grand. 40 and grand. Just, just for the audience, are these like two by six foot panels or how? Three by five. Roughly? Yeah, three, three by, by five. five. Okay. All 400 right. watt. So now, that's taken up like a huge chunk of your roof. Your I roof is know. basically solar panel. So the whole thing. Okay. W- yeah, with mine, forty. I had to not only cover my roof, but I had to carve off some area in my yard for some extra panels because I couldn't face south with the, with the greatest sun where we live to get that amount of energy coming in just on my roof. So I had to have more room. So that was step one. And then step two was I had to figure out battery packs. So Tesla wall packs at the time, the Tesla wall pack was actually the the best option for longevity, reliability, power in, power out, storage, et cetera. Um, And the way that I figured it, call me crazy, but I figured where I needed Five days, five whole days. If I didn't receive 100% in of my solar, I had five days of storage in my batteries. Autonomy. There you go. So autonomy. So at nighttime, so night is one thing. And then during the day, my stuff would recharge if I had 
perfect sun, but I plan for a five-day disruption. So with that five-day disruption, I needed five battery packs, five Tesla wall packs at 20 grand a piece. So my total. Okay, my jaw just hit the floor, Matt. Did you say, (laughs) I'm sorry, say that number again? (laughs) 20,000 per battery. Times five. Times five. So 100,000 bucks. A hundred grand for batteries. Okay. So a hundred grand for batteries, 40 grand for panels. This was not installed. Wow. This was material. Wow. So then I was like, man, maybe, maybe I did this wrong. Maybe I figured these calcs wrong. So then I brought someone out here, a specialist, a green energy specialist from a company um, to assess it. And they went back and they actually were like, well, there's, there's a little bit better battery. So you maybe, maybe the Tesla isn't the best one. And they came back with $180,000 bid. <laughs> so it went up. So $180,000. And they all looked at me. They're like, why do you need five days? I said, so how many days a year is it cloudy? What about snow? What about this? What about that? Well, you'll still be connected to the grid. I'm like, so I can spend 130 grand and still have to rely on outside power? Bingo. Yo, y- yes, sir. I'm like, holy shit. So 100, 140, let's say, let's just split the difference between 130 and 180, right? So somewhere around 145 grand. So $145,000. Wow. Let's just run the math. And that's not installed. So let's just say I become really good at installing and I do it all myself because I would. That's not installed, you said? Yeah, that was just materials. So $145,000. And I'm going to say that I spend 300 bucks, $350 a month on power. So divided by 350. It's only 414 months. <laughs> divided by 12. It's a heck of an ROI on that. It's only 34 years. Well, it looks like uh, you need to live a little bit longer there than that. It's only so, I, so the in, batteries. Well, let me let me get wow. one last rundown. So 34 years before I break even. 34 years. 34 years before I break even. Well, those panels and batteries will last that long. Now, though. here's That's- the kicker. Any battery that you can find on the market today, they really shine when they last 10 years. Wow. So every, let's call it eight. Every eight years, if I buy all my batteries at the same time, I got to spend another hundred grand. If the price doesn't go up. Oh, oh, record inflation over the last few months. Oh, so it's going to go up. So every eight years, you got to dump another 150 grand into your deal just on batteries. Where do the batteries go? I don't know, landfill with the billions of tons of lithium. And then solar panels are good for, they quote, 20 years. So by the time I pay off my initial investment, I've replaced my batteries four times. I've replaced my solar panels twice. Well, then your investment just increased. It's a perpetual, never-ending. Right. You're never going to get that thing paid. So out. I, I'm, I'm in the hole. Yeah. All the time in and the there's, hole. So talk about the financing. How does that work? Is this also like the solar's Adeline to your mortgage? This or was, this this was just for? if I went and bought it. Okay. Because I was like, I'm not attaching a lien to my home. And, and I'm like, well, how come more people aren't doing this? Well, dude, $145,000 out of pocket for a system that's going to work for eight years, let alone the explosions and fires and all the shit they're figuring out with the batteries. I just, man. Yeah. And then the roof, you got the issues there again. Cause yeah, yeah. your roof's going to last 30 years, right? Yeah. Before you have to re. Yeah. Totally. Totally. 
Yeah. Well, you know, there goes your parking lot too. So <laughs> I don't know where you're going to park. I hate mowing around trees. I can only imagine how pain in the butt that'd be mowing around solar panels. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's crazy. You know, and living in the desert, there's a lot of dust. So now you not only have to dust your house, you got to go out and clean off your solar panels. There's this whole maintenance plan that they mm-hmm. put out about how to keep your solar panels efficient. And so true. And it's dude, it's a chore. So um, how, how, how do you get the snow off of those things in the wintertime? Do you really want to crawl up on a snow covered roof, you get your to. broom out? Well, I mean, how safe is that? Right. What if there's ice on them? And what like, if you're you on can't, a metal roof? You can't like break Maybe, them. Yeah, do you put right. salt on them? That's bad. Which will degrade your roof 10 times faster. Like, dude, what is what are your options? You just have to wait until the sun melts it. So it's solar, solar. And you really hit a a, a big, big time nail there because, you know, when I was doing some of the sound monitoring, it was the same thing. If if these panels were located by a major uh, road or so forth with a lot of dust and all that, these had to be cleaned off at least once a week because it's amazing the amount of dust that accumulates on them and what it does to degrade the efficiency well park your car outside yeah park your car outside how many times do you clean your windshield i got a challenge for you don't clean your windshield for a week Hmm. look at how awesome it is to look out that thing it's the same concept dude it's so again to try to have an unbiased look into this i'm just struggling with how any of this is better for anything it's not affordable right now i mean how can we say as a nation we're going to go all green when when honestly the technology is still not there we still have we still need clean energy as this uh um as this comes about you know it seems to be a rich man's game too right they want they want the the poor people they can barely afford a house and you want to strap them with this kind of bills for solar that's not going to break even ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is causing a lot of issues, right? And then people fall for it, right? Because guess who they talk to? They talk to the solar panel salesman. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a great deal. And 100% efficiency throughout. Yeah, they don't explain that crap. Yeah, never. So that, that's why we're here. We're here to spread some truth in this stuff. So if you if you are or if you know someone who's looking to get into this stuff, educate yourself, right? Absolutely. You need to get the word out there. And also, I'd like to hear stories or hear some comments through AmericanDudeocracy.com if you've been victim of one of these. What is it? What does that look like for you in reality? You know, I, I haven't met anybody yet. And, and again, I've only talked to a handful of people, but I have not met anybody yet that was happy with the purchase and happy with the results. Uh, and I've, and I've spoke to a good handful of people. I've asked them, well, how, how's that working? Oh man, this isn't, this isn't at all what blah, 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 blah. And then there's all these little hidden things like we're, we're trying to express here that they, they become aware of last minute. Like, Oh, I want to sell my house. Well, tough shit. Can't sell it without paying this off. Ain't happening. So then blammo. So it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's, a. Uh, it really it makes me angry because I, I deep down I feel like it is taking advantage of people. You know I would go as far as to say that on some of the older houses, if you a house has had solar and it's ten years old, or even 
seven years old, it's probably more of a liability, right? Because now if you if you buy that house with that aging equipment, now you have to get rid of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, like running a, a car with 150,000 miles on it and uh, kind of on your last leg. Somebody's going to have to replace it. Yeah, those. your tranny's about to go, man. So. That thing's going to fail on you. Do you know how much it costs to recycle a solar panel? <laughs> oh, let's talk through that. Yeah, so disposal and all that stuff. What does that look like? So if you if you send a solar panel in to be recycled, it costs upwards of 30 to $50 per panel to recycle them. Whew. So- when you try to get rid of them liability so if you have 24 panels we'll just go again split the difference let's go with 40 bucks so 24 panels times 40. so you got to spend you can do the responsible thing and you can spend 960 dollars to make sure they're recycled or you throw them in the landfill for seven bucks that's why i last time i checked I can't, man, I don't even want to quote this because I'm going to mess it up, but I, I think lithium and solar, I can't remember, can't remember how many billions of tons. So, so billions of tons are going into landfills per year, billions of tons and a ton is 2000 pounds yeah. per wow. year. Go, go green, Matt, go green. You're making a good argument here to go green. Wow. I'm <laughs> yeah. starting to think putting a windmill on my roof is a better idea. You know, wind is fascinating um, <laughs> because wind actually, when you look at uh, on paper, wind actually looks more attractive on paper. The way that they, the way that it is, it has been presented, the way that it's been couched and put together, wind actually looks more attractive because one of those giant windmills produces like seven gigawatts or five gigawatts, which should provide enough power when it's operating to power. Like I want to say it's like 12 homes, but they don't do that either because the wind can't be blowing too hard and it has to blow enough. And then you have to maintain them. Has to be just right. And then you still have to have storage. So last time I checked these wind farms that are clear out in the middle of nowhere, like I haven't ever seen a power plant next to them. So they're just running power. So, so when they're on, they're providing some sort of power, but then when they're not, it's zero. And the last time I dug into windmills, it wasn't very long ago, the amount of power. So everything takes something to make, right? So when you make a windmill, one windmill, from the time you manufacture it, all the parts and pieces, you prep the land where it's going to be put together, you ship it out there, you pay for the people to drive out there to set it up, the labor, the cost, the concrete, the energy that it took to erect that single windmill, that single windmill will never pay that debt back. It's it's like it's it's like a sixty percent loss. Why are they doing this? I, I think subsidies, right? You take the subsidies away, and it's gone. I mean, it's it's a tough case to make. You can't even hardly make an argument with the subsidies. Well, if if right, so every, take that away, and it's it's it falls yeah. flat on its face every time. Yeah, so two layers, right? If I were to start Matt's Solar and Wind Company without a government subsidy. 
the day that I started, I would be in the red and I would always be in the red. So I, I, I would fail every single time. A hundred percent of the time I would fail. Well, red, red is the new green though, Matt. Yeah, right. So just keep that in <laughs> just, mind. Just red borrow, is the new green. Borrow more money. Second mortgage. <laughs> really helps your credit. Yeah. Why are we in debt? <laughs> Why are we in trillions of dollars of debt? Because hmm. we're going green. Because we're doing this. Um, but then the other thing is, uh, if you, you don't have to look back too far, you go back to the Obama presidency when he was the highest subsidies ever for a lot of these things because they were they were stealing the money from us taxpayers and putting it toward these projects. Solyndra come to mind? Anybody? All of them went bankrupt, <laughs> even with the subsidies. Oh, he sure did. How? How is this still going on? It's what are we blows doing? My mind. What are we doing? This seriously. How, how are people falling for this stuff? And now we're at a point where our current utilities are skyrocketing and people aren't. Dude, yeah. where are all the people marching on the Capitol? Like if you were going to march on the Capitol, this would be something that affects all of us. Mm-hmm. Why are we not like bullshit? Right. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm I'm all about if, if there if this was economical then I, I do it. Right. Yeah. If I save money and, and could, you know, go green and all, man, I would do it. Right. Seriously. I, I have no, no grudge against this, but it is not right. It no. is not clearly not. One of the greenest en- uh, energies that we have is natural gas. Well, I mean, if you look at uh, again, man, these are, these are the facts. When you look at the singular If you look at each energy source singularly, natural gas is the most responsible, most responsible for the most reductions in emissions and other things of any energy source that we have. Now, nuclear, nuclear is another one. Hey, man, nuclear is a lot further along than it used to be. But but when it's when it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. So that's the downside with nuclear. And then next is natural gas. I mean, there's no denying those two facts. So, you know, look into it, man. I, again, part of this whole podcast is for exactly that. Like, let's, let's toss things around. Let's talk about it. And we'll revisit this because as living beings, energy is the most important thing that has the largest effect on our lives is energy. Energy touches everything we do, everything we want, everything we need, everything we don't need, everything we want to do, everything we don't want to do. Medicine, transportation, food, fuel. Well, it, it touches it increases everything. In a good way. I, yeah. I would say energy increases everything. It makes everything better. It, you know, your, your quality wealth. of life goes yeah. up. Look at third world countries that don't have access to energy and the death rate is way lower than America, right? The United States. Those are those are facts, right? They are facts. And the fact remains that here in Western Colorado, Garfield County in particular, when natural gas production, the well number and the production peaked, well count was up. Production was up. Activity was up. Air quality was at an all-time high. Water quality was at an all-time high. 
they rose together. And I want to say the power bills were pretty good back then, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, gas, gasoline itself for, yeah, for fuel back yeah. then. Fuel was cheap, but your natural gas to your home was cheap. Dude, this touches everything. Yeah. No matter where you live, your food is trucked mm-hmm. to you. Unless you're living on a homestead. If you're living on a homestead, good on you. But how many people does your homestead support? Like four, five, ten? I mean, a city. You're talking like, dude. So, yeah. I guess to get off that soapbox, like energy touches everything. Not only everything you see in your purview in your room, every single thing, but everything you need to survive. Yep. Without energy, you cannot make clean water. Yep. No medicines either. You know, I see a justification for emergency power, if you will. So if you had a few solar panels around your house that you needed to charge batteries with or, you know, in case the grid went down, you had a little bit of energy that you could... uh rely on that that's a great idea but the numbers don't lie it's not it's not feasible at this point correct as of today january 2023 solar and wind cannot replace fossil fuels they just do not have the ability without without shoving a bunch of people into poverty and ultimately yep. starving them. And we haven't even touched base on the grid, the power grid itself. That That's a whole nother topic, another discussion, but there's major issues there too. Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, the grid cannot support the swap without completely redoing the grid. Completely redoing it. Which yeah. is t- 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 trillions of dollars per state. Yeah. Coming, so, coming soon, we'll do a... A podcast on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to dig in. We'll we'll have updates because energy is important, man. Energy mm-hmm. is the thing we live by. So there'll be more energy discussion. So please, if if you man, I'm gonna challenge you. If you disagree, if you disagree with anything we have said or called out on this, email us American at gmail.com. State your case. And if we're wrong, we'll admit it. But man, challenge. Yep. Accept the challenge. So that being said, fellas. Thanks for listening. Give us a like. Before we run out of energy. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a comment. All right. I'll hear from you. I appreciate it. You guys have a good, good day. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Peace Bye. out. Bye.